Well, hello, everybody, and welcome out to your Monday night. Uh, we are here for the Monday night chat, John, MJ, and myself, and it's so glad that you could join us. We hope not to control the entire night. We hope that we can uh, find a way to midi your way through everything. I got nothing. <laughs> I, was oh, I, was, I was rooting for you there. <laughs> I had it. I had it for a minute. I had it. You're going to leave you scratching your head. Oh. As as the entire night's conversation plays out, aren't we going there to be solving go. world problems? I thought that's what tonight's show is about. <laughs> well, that's what we do every Monday night. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. One pinky. Yeah, I mean, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Oh my gosh! But no, thank you so very much. Uh, it feels like forever since we've seen you, and it's really only been two weeks for MJ and myself. Well, at least for myself. I know MJ's got his show, but it's been. It- it was a good show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It was a great show. I, I had a bunch of people watching live, and, and it came up with such great questions. So thank you all for that. I hope you bring them tonight, too. Excellent. Absolutely. So feel free to drop those in the chat. For those of you that are uh, doing it on YouTube, I can read it. If you're doing it on any place else, John will hopefully tell us who you are and, and what you said. I can read it, too. Yeah, I think I'm just the one that can't. Yeah, I, I don't get pretty much. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't give you the handshakey thing. Somebody said we need to hit the sync button before the show. <laughs> I, I have some memes that are coming out this week that I made about the sync button, and it's going to tick some people off. So I think it should be fun. It usually is when you get to do that. Uh, for those of you who are watching, uh, let us know how the stream is going. It's uh, we're getting a lot of uh, of bouncing up uh, warnings here going, but. Yet it seems that everything that's coming off my computer looks like it's good. It seems to be between Restream and YouTube, the two. Um, so let let us know uh, if you're having issues with that and uh, and such. Because I can see for those of you commenting on YouTube, I'll be able to see if it's if it's uh, somebody comments and says it's hiccuping, and we'll take it from there. All right. So before we get started, um, if you get a chance. Uh, tonight's industry spotlight, I had uh, Kristen Wilson joining me uh, from, from Florida. And if you guys haven't uh, gotten to to hear Kristen kind of tell her story and such, it's kind of a fun uh, little interview that we did tonight. She uh, kind of went back of where she started and how she got to be where she is today and and all those little nuances and lessons learned between then and now. So it it was a fun interview. And I know a few of you were with us uh, with that one. Okay, great. Day and night said it looks good on YouTube. So... We're just going to say Restream is being punky tonight. Punky. Punky. So anyway, yeah, you can find that on the uh, uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash distjockeynews, and uh, check that out. We're doing a an interview every Monday night. Uh, they'll go live at 8, 8 o'clock. Some are live like tonight, and some will be pre-recorded. But if you'd uh, like to see someone uh, be on the interview show or you'd like to be on there yourself, just reach out to me. We're starting to schedule our January, February, March Monday night shows with that. Excellent. Nice. So for tonight, I wanted to just kind of just just cover some different areas of controllers. There's a lot of different different areas out there. It's a topic a lot of people talk about, and there's there's different little nuances I wanted to kind of hit on on those tonight. So it's not going to be like we're going to talk about how to use controllers. It's going to be just a little segment of I'm going to kind of, we'll throw out the topic and then we'll kind of discuss it a little bit, um, and and kind of go and if. Uh, okay, Mikey, Mikey, and then uh, for some of there's gonna be some of them will want some crowd participation. So in the chat rooms, you guys can uh, be part of tonight's show. Uh, but for, first, I want to kind of start is uh, for those who don't know your experience with controllers. What have you used? So we can kind of get that out there for everybody. Dan, you want to start? Sure. Uh, so personal collection that I've owned, I I, I almost. Do we do we consider CD controlled units? And what I mean by that is, so I had um, I had a set of the American Audio 500s, I think they were, something like that, where it was a tone on the CD. It would control the it would control the software. Um, I think it had an SL1 box, so it was kind of like before we had the 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 mixer with the t- everything that's together. DBS, yeah. So that's that counts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if we're counting that, that would be where I started. Um, from there, I went to a uh, Denon MC6000 MK1. Uh, from the MK1, I went to. Did I go to in between? I have an I have a DJ uh, Pioneer DJ SX one. Uh, 7,000 for, for the MC 7,000. 
And I have, uh, what is it called now? I don't use it. I have it. It's like the little one. The oh, DJ, uh, DJ to go. Yep, DJ to go two or or one. Yeah, yeah. no, a two. It'd probably be the two most um, likely. Yeah, so um, those are those are my extents of what I have with controllers. Um, I've played on some other ones, but those are the ones that I've personally owned. MJ. So we're only naming the ones we've owned and not DJed on out somewhere. I think I think it, for the discussion, I think the, kind of covering the ones that you've actually had experience with would also fit. Yeah, because you're gonna when you play out. So I, I mean, I played on my friends like for a night, maybe that, that counts. Mm-hmm. Well, I get that, but your experience is going to be a little bit broader than because when you play on some other somebody else's, it's often at a venue that has had it, and you've probably been there more than one time. I, I would say if you did it out anywhere, it counts, Dan. You mean if okay. you jumped on you like the, when you did the str- live stream with your friends, you know that that counts. Well, in that case, then I've got the Rain Twelves. I've got the, um, I've got the SZ. That I got to play on Atlantic City. Um, played on the Eight Thousand. So we're throwing a whole bunch of extra ones mm-hmm. out there. There you go. One of the Newark ones. Oh, I can't yes. remember what it was though. Not the Moving Platter one. It's a different one. And a six, maybe. Okay, I'm done. Good ahead, MJ. <laughs> uh, the list is going to be endlessly long, and I'll try to <laughs> ramble through it absolutely fast as I can. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the the Denon uh, MC twelve hundreds. I'm sorry. The, yeah, because the one thousands were before that; they were CD only. So we're skipping up to the, the next one up there. Uh, the twelve thousand uh, was. I mean, the twelve hundred was computer controlled uh the 6000 mk1 mk2 7000 um uh the 1000 and the 1000 srt the sbj the um uh serato dbs with sl4 box i think it was um, I'm trying to even think out uh, several pioneers that I couldn't even think of CDJs mm-hmm. that, that hook up through a mixer Reigns um, Hercules uh, Reloop um, uh, the Denon 5000 5000M Mm-hmm. 6,000, 6,000 M, Prime 4. I'm sure there's more, but I can't think of them. Yeah, that you mentioned sense. Hercules. You forgot the. Were you talking about the little box or were you talking about one of the other? I, think he's got yeah, we have, I have three Hercules. I didn't want to rattle through them. One is the little <laughs> Hercules. Uh, there's a Starlight, the, star, the Starlight Control, the Hercules something something, the Newmark something something. There's a American audio from way back. Couldn't tell you what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all out. These aren't my hands. Because if I went on what my hands are on, I could easily name the ones my hands have not been on yet. <laughs> as opposed to, that would be easy. <laughs> I, I would say like three of them my hands have not been on. You, so, haven't touched or seen. you guys don't want to hear this. Yeah. So yeah, so you've, you guys have had a variety of experiences with different controllers. And yeah. I have nearly all of those in the studio right here. So I'm not, Dan, <laughs> Dan and I and you were talking about things that are going on. Y'all have no idea. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, what are some of the what what drew you to the controllers that you're using and in your everyday uh, or your work uh, when you're out in performing right now? Why did you choose that specific controller? Uh, for me, it's it's workflow. Like originally before uh, the seven thousand, which you know those of you know no posting, I'm using the the, uh, the one thousand SRT, but I want to look at the seven thousand because that's my. I think that's a very good center point to be at. You know, because other ones branch off into special this and special that um it was i came from a smaller controller i was so proud of how small of a controller i would carry and then when i went to 7000 uh it was like holy crap now i feel like a real dj again using something full size so it became the workflow of it the size of the things how big i could move around on it and do things that's what that's what drew me to it was that full i'm going to say this and there's djs that are going to hate me the full kit experience mm-hmm. So, as opposed to the little one, even though the little ones are great, 
That's what drew me to it, the big, its size and everything. Dan, what about yourself? So I'm currently using the 7000 as well. And, and so what took me to do the step up from the, um, from the 6000 to the 7000 was, was this desire to have, uh, well, at the time, the 6000 was, was kind of dated. It was still being produced, but it was, I think, towards the end, I, I knew something was good. And everything else was going to, as MJ said, kind of the full size. I like the full size. I like the flashiness of it. I like the, you know, the, the ooh and ah that somebody would see with like all the buttons and everything else. And, and so it was more of kind of like a wow factor, even if I wasn't using like half the stuff that was on there, it was still that wow factor for somebody that was coming up and just seeing, seeing this board. But one of the things that really catered me towards more towards that versus say at the time, the SX, this was before the thousand um, from Pioneer, was the mic control. I, I did not want to lose a channel so I could have a mic. Mm -hmm. So the SX that I have really became what I was using for schools because I really didn't need, I didn't need as much. I was only using one mic, but with weddings I was using two. I wanted to have that full control and not lose channels as a result. Mm -hmm. So the 7,000 allowed me to have that. Uh, MJ, you didn't, you, besides the, the touch and feel and, and the, the fun work workspace, did the microphones really matter to you? But there was a jump. Uh, that's the weird thing that people talk about, like, oh, I own this, it's good enough. I went from, what did the 6,000 sell for, Dan? Do you think it originally was, what, six or 700 maybe? I bought mine used. Um, but let's, yeah, let's just let, say I think it was around the 600 range. Um, the other one was over a thousand and there was such a huge difference in mic sound between the two because there's new technology. It's a thing you got to think about. It's not just a more expensive sound card, which it is, but it's newer technology. So when you switch to these things like we did, it's not just, oh, it's bigger. It's, it literally is better. You're paying more for that sound card. So I, the mic didn't matter much to me, but there was a large difference on both the mic and the sound that was coming out of it into speakers. Excellent. And, and yeah, that, Dan, you mentioned that from the 6000, the MK1 to the MK2. Uh, and I think, you, I think you mentioned both of those that you have have played with a little bit. I just did MK1. MJ had both. Okay, MJ had I both. still have both. One's up for sale. I have a buyer on it, so it's gone. So yeah, the, the, that, was, that was such a, a difference between the two because I have had both of them. And for the longest time, um, the MK2 wouldn't work with Megaseg, so I didn't use it. And that... Uh, <sighs> the... So I was using the 6000 forever, and then eventually when when you started get, getting me into Virtual DJ, and it worked with the MK2, and the sound quality was just night and day difference, I thought. You know, but that might have been just me moving from software also. Um, but no, I remember I remember that was one of the, the drawbacks that with when that came out, when the MK1 was, was out, there was a lot of people talking about, oh, you know, it might sound horrible, or there, there's, there was such a weird... Um, gain structure with within the mic that you really kind of had to you had to play with or you were getting feedback pretty easily mm -hmm. um, at, at the time and I don't think it was every unit I think you know if you had one of the earlier MK1s it was more of an issue as before they kind of came out with the MK2 like the, I think they fixed some of the issues along the way but I know it was it was still one of those things where you know people it, it was a weird a weird trick with the with the mic so i'm sure by mk2 they definitely definitely improved upon that can i ask dan to explain something mm -hmm. he had mentioned try. a second ago about losing a a channel for mics a lot of people don't know about some of the pioneer controllers tell them what what happens why that what is going good, on yeah there. good sure. shot so the sx series uh a pioneer it, it's a four channel um it's a four channel mixer in the middle uh, but rather than having what you might be familiar or might be used to with just like a pot for your for your mics up in a corner um, or, or in a different spot, one of the four channels was your microphone. So so your main mic, your mic one, if you decided to use it um, going from left to right, three, one, two, four, you would lose channel. You would lose um, channel three. You would not be able to use that channel for music and microphone at the same time. Now you could you could go back and forth, but if you're playing a song on there, you couldn't say, "Well, I'm going to talk over the song," not with the mic, not with hmm. your main mic. 
Um, I forget where Mike 2 comes in. It does have two mic inputs. I can't remember if Mike 2 is on channel 4 or if it was another spot in there. It's been so I never even tried to use a second mic on it. Um, but yeah, so you would you would legit just lose one of your channels. And for me, I only ever DJ with the two decks within virtual. However, I have auxiliary that I was plugging in, um, an aux, you know, aux cable type of thing for, right. for iPad and that for all these backups. And I didn't feel comfortable completely losing that just so that I could have a microphone on the slider. Uh, a lot of the newer Pioneer stuff, they're giving you a mic channel, but there was quite a few at that time, not just the SX, but there were quite a few that came out about that time that did that channel sharing. And Dan and I got into it one day about even the mapping of it and uh, how weird that is when you're doing channels with that. It's it's a shared hardware uh, channel, and it, it's it's even different for, for um, mapping. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. I've got some questions uh, that that uh, that have come in that I've, I pulled from a couple of different areas, and then someone had popped uh, a little bit, uh, and we'll get to, get to those in in just just a uh, a little bit. Um, actually, this is this was probably variation. You've got your your units now. Um, how when, how long have you had that? As far as when, how often do you plan to to in essence rotate stock or or change your unit your controllers out? I guess I'll start with this because MJ's laughing. Um, you know, I see. I'm not telling anybody. There's a there's a there's a there's a background piece of information that none of you all are getting. Dan and John know, and I'm gonna have to dance around it. So Dan, give me a second to think how I'm gonna. That's dance fine. Around That's it. fine. Um, help help me out though, MJ. I want to. Yeah. So I, I want to say it's been three, four years now that we've had our seven thousands. Yeah. Four, four years. Okay. I'm pretty sure four. it'll be four years. In January, in, yeah, in the spring, yeah. February, okay, okay. So mine would have, mine would have been in the spring then. So we're three and a half years at, at this point. So, um, so I got mine about three and a half years ago. I, I've been using it ever since. I, how often do I plan on rotating? I, I've kind of been in the market now for about a year, trying to figure out what's going to be my next one, and it's only for two reasons. Uh, one, I, I either I'm heavy on my right hand side or Denon has an issue with their right play button. I, I, I'm guessing it's my issue, all they right? A, no, they have an issue with all of the buttons. And when we get to me, I'll explain it. I'll let you do yours and I'll explain why that's an issue. Okay, well, I will say that it happened on my MC6000 and, and it happened on my 7000. And it's only on my right side and it's only my play button. But hmm. uh, with that being said, um, it's been acting up to the point that I press it. And if I don't hit it exactly right, or if I don't hit it in a certain spot, it won't trigger um it won't trigger that so i have gotten and i've created some workarounds because as most of you know if you try and find a controller to buy right now uh you don't exactly have the best of luck so as a re unless you're mj um <laughs> so with that being said i uh, i'm kind of in the market but there's another thing that i'm also struggling with and that is some of the price points so I, you know, I, I was used to, you know, I, the 6,000 was around $500. The, the 7,000 was, you know, what map around a thousand dollars, I think, um, you know, and, 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 you know, you know, if you talk to dealers and you make connections with dealers, you can get deals on things. So mine wasn't a thousand, but it was still more. I'm now currently looking at the thousand SRT, which at the time when you could actually buy them was around 14. And so it's like, man, like not only, not only is it feel like I need to replace, but now I'm making a huge jump in price. Sure. And so it's another thing where I'm like, okay, my 7,000 still works. I, you know, I've gotten the work around with the play button. So I'm just going to keep making it do what it can for as long as it can. So to answer your question, John, I don't know when I am currently in the market and waiting for something good. Mm -hmm. MJ, I'm sure you've got about the same story, so we can just skip to the next question. <laughs> so MJ, how often, uh, what's your, your strategy? My, for... my history in the past has always been about two years, mm -hmm. but I'm over that by, like Dan said, I got mine about the same time Dan did. So I'm, I have also been looking because Denon is not producing a plain ordinary controller anymore. All of their stuff is standalone stuff. And I, until until the standalones are able to play any any format of file and be able to do a video out because there's places like uh, one of the casinos I have to do video when I'm there 
until they make a controller that allows that, the all standalones, I can't use them. They would be in, unusable for what I do for a living. Um, so I'm now, you know, again, looking for a plain ordinary controller. Denon does not offer that anymore. So I'm having to look elsewhere. I've had my, as you, if you follow me, I've had my hands on a new SRT for a couple of weeks. It doesn't work for me because Pioneer locks down hardware within that. Even to the point of, Dan, you and I and our Denon and John also with your 8000, you have a switch to turn it to stereo or mono. Mm -hmm. Okay, That is usable for a lot of different things because uh, if you want to do split Q headphones in a device that doesn't have split Q, virtual can do it, but you have to put the unit into mono mode. The SRT, to put it into mono mode, you have to hold down two buttons, power it up, then that goes to a sub-menu on the hardware that you switch to mono, power it off, power it back on, now it's running in mono. So, so it, it becomes, it's just the stuff that they, Serato, uh, Pioneer locks down on a controller drives me bananas to where I can't MIDI map stuff. So I'm hunting also, but my average is two to three years. So I'm trying different things out now. Uh, my friend just got one of the Rain ones that I'm gonna go over and try it out. I don't think it's gonna be for me because I, I because of virtual, I use the um, stems and with a four channel controller in virtual, you can control the stems with the outside uh, three and four. Mm -hmm. uh, Rain one's a two channel. So I would lose that if I went that direction. So I'm still hunting like Dan. Um, I, I think I'm gonna be right now because of the thing and not being able to find stuff. And Dan, if you do want an SRT, um, I believe I sent you the thing from uh, 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 eBay. Did I send you that picture? Oh, it, it, I, I went on there at eBay and typed in SRT 1000 and did a search. Mm -hmm. There's lots of them there for sale. The lowest one is like seventeen or eighteen hundred dollars, going up past two thousand. So oh, you did if, send that link. You sent that yeah. like, yeah, wow. Yeah. So if you want one, they're out there for a right price. But like I said, I'm waiting. So what I'm thinking is with this shortage of things, I'm just going to hold my money until spring and see what's then. And uh, the button thing, Dan, that you were talking about. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Really quick, John, is that the buttons, all the buttons, like let's say the, the cues for each channel, it's on a plastic thing like this, and the buttons are down here. And in where that breaks off, so it's not that perfect tilt, it's now free-floating. And that's why it's mm. not hitting. And the play... Q and something else are on a, a tree there. So so my play yeah. broke. Yeah. So every I, I've had my unit, the one that I DJ out, has been sent back, repaired once. I've got broken stuff again. Hmm. So it's it's a bad thing with them. They're seeing it on the 6,000 uh, bigger series, you know? Hmm. Same problems with the buttons. So that whole issue with them and those buttons is just stupid. So let's, let's jump to the, uh, and MJ, this is probably going to be more uh, something you might hear more of, is is people are talking about trying to get gear repaired and, and the difficulties. Have you been hearing things like that? And Not as much now because during COVID, places were just shut down. Um, but you can't find stuff now. Um, it's not that difficult. I mean, I don't think it is. I mean, like, what are they? Oh, they try. I know what you're thinking about. Parts. Mm-hmm. Play, there are places open they can do it, but parts are difficult. Example, my friend had one of the EV systems, okay? And one of the boards in the back, I don't remember what it's called, but it's not the amp, but it's something in the back, went on one of his. He called, they go, we have one used one here. And he goes, I'll take it, I need it. He, he goes, yeah, it, he goes, is it a white one? Because my system's white. And they're like, no, it's a black one. He goes, I'll take it anyways because they, they didn't have it. So he has one, a system that's all white, except for one of them has the, the black back. back plate. There are parts that are tough to get a hold of right now. So in that sense, yes. And then of course that, that bridges into, um, somebody mentioned earlier up in the chat, uh, you know, that they're wanting to buy a controller, but they just can't get a hold of them. Have you heard anything in your, uh, in, in your uh, connections there, MJ, where people are talking about when these things will be available? Everything that I'm hearing, it, the best date that I've heard in the, in the uh, Pioneer world is first of the year. That's the earliest date that I've heard. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is talking spring. I mean, example for this, John, is you, you brought to our attention that NAM moved from February to June. That's an industry standard right there of what, what's going on, that an entire uh, expo that is all about the music industry has completely moved everything, not mm -hmm. just the DJ world, but everything back four months, 
Yeah, I think a lot of people when they heard that made speculation that it that it was due to COVID concerns. And I'm not saying that that didn't factor into it, but you know, I think it has more to do with the fact that they realized, you know, they're they're reaching out to their people and they're like, we're not going to have anything to to mm-hmm. bring to the show. Like, well, yeah, we're not going to have to yeah, talk about. The, yeah, none of the companies are having new stuff. Yeah, and that, and that's the hold on it. And to talk uh, a little bit about uh, about gear availability, not just controllers. Uh, we had the church down the road had a mixer that was just going out and they had an amplifier that was out so they wanted to get a new board and two new amplifiers well good luck if you want to get a decent quality mixer yes you can find a couple of them on not great quality but you can find knockoffs on amazon they're there but if you're looking for something that is personas quality or better um one company that we were we were pricing them through june of 2022 that's the soonest that they were going to they would be able to say that we could get you one for surely by then um another company i think was was april M- march or april of 2022 amplifiers we ended up having the we went from uh, larger amplifiers that were in that install down to smaller amplifiers uh, went to 250 watt aside which for a church will be fine for what they're doing but the those are the only two amplifiers we could find to find two matching amplifiers. If we wanted to go with the bigger ones, several months out again. Yeah. And that's just because those things are sitting somewhere between, you know, here in China and where that is, they're not sure, but they're not here. If you want, I was joking with a friend of mine had his QSC, one of his QSCs blow and uh, he was going to think about getting it repaired or new ones. And none of that was possible. And I'm like, Hey, you probably could go pick up a couple of or somewhere. He's like, I'll find something. He did end up finding some EVs of some sort. Mm-hmm. But QSC, to, to, to buy one to put back to a system, he couldn't do it. I'm just saying, I have a pair of speakers and I'm... Now is the time. If you have stuff, if you're willing to part with it, like Dan and I talk about, like I luckily, and I would say this luckily as a not found it, but thought enough ahead way before, like just before COVID to buy a used backup 7,000. Mm-hmm. And if you can get something like that right now, I would tell you to get it because if yours crashes, that is going to be your only option for a while unless you really want to buy something smaller, cheaper. Like if you're on a pro level, you're going to be limited. I mean, so. the the new mark that they just came out with that had the speakers in, uh, in, in included and such, those are some of the first controllers that have that are available right now in a long time. Otherwise, you're just you're not hearing. The Rain Ones are out there because uh, I teach uh, uh, DJ classes for Guitar Center, so I have a chance to look at their inventory for things. And while, I don't know, it was probably uh, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, I decided to look and see if there were any SRTs in the entire United States at any Guitar Center or warehouse. There are zero. But Rains, between the stores and the warehouse, there was about 600. Hmm. So if you want a Rain One, it's out there. They're probably jacking up prices on them, but... Mm -hmm. It's it's something you could buy. So again, what you want, you may have to be picky or pick something else part time, something like that, or buy used. Maybe be willing to pay a little bit for used. Just kind of going there. The uh, chat, the chat here, the yeah. talking about the Roland. And Roland is a possibility. I saw Roland come across at a decent price. A seven. It was the seven oh seven, like uh, Dan talked about. Yeah. Um, came across a while back. I just saw a Pioneer two hundred come across. Uh, today for a good price um it just depends on what you want mm-hmm. you know? yeah i was actually watching some in the local marketplace here somebody had put up some uh, qse speakers and they were asking over or at or over a little over what the uh, map pricing was for speakers that had been used for two seasons later in the day it was pending later that night sold i think yeah. this was like day two days ago maybe and then maybe somebody came in and gave them less than that, but I mean, just to have a listing out there that, that is that high in price, and and yeah, they might have come down a little bit, but they're still getting premium. What were they, John? Twelves or tens? Uh, Eighteen subs and the uh, K two tops. Am I? Am K twelve two. K twelve two. There we go. Twelve two. Yeah. I'm just looking at eBay is one of the things I look at, and again, if you get in a pinch, uh, I'm not promoting. Um, what you call it, Guitar Center, but they do have a used section there that you can get, and you can get, uh, um, what do you call it, warranties on them. Mm. Uh, I'm seeing parts, and that's it, John. Yeah. No speakers at all. 
Oh, I'm sorry. There, nope. That was a slip cover. <laughs> it's all they, that's there. they teased you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, this no, that's just selling the slip cover. But you can um, there's an alto, so that's at least around there. Yeah, it's just so, that's just, what you're going to be getting. You know, uh, RFCs are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a chrome speaker grill for that K K12 too. No, well that there's tw- there's there's a chrome and gold for sale. Oh, well then we we've got that, so that can up the <laughs> up the appearance. Uh, somebody mentions the uh, uh, VMS five out on out on Facebook. There, they mentioned that, and I th- I've got the VMS, I believe, two and the VMS four version, whatever it was, the step up, the step up four point one, maybe. I don't remember how their numbers went, and that's what I started out with. Where the VMS, uh, I bought I bought those two. Uh, one for myself, one for uh, for Lori, thinking she would uh, appreciate a controller. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like that whatsoever. And part of it was is dollars. That's going for five hundred dollars right now, John. What is the VMS? VMS five. Yeah, and and some people have had the VMS two four original four didn't have very good uh, audio pickups. The four point one was better, and the five is supposed to be a step up from that. But I, I just found there was such a huge difference. So going from the VMS to the Denon when it came to sound quality and and things with that so until you see them together people just don't realize the difference there is when you hear them play side by side mm-hmm. because your ear hears something oh it sounds fine but you're you're gonna get what you pay for if you buy a five hundred dollar controller you're gonna get five hundred dollars sound if you buy a thousand dollar controller you're gonna get thousand dollar sound uh super mentions uh super rock and dj smash mentions uh, selling these Sir and vega p series uh, a friend of mine just sold uh, some Sirwin Vega speakers, and I thought he's going to sit on those things forever. And he got the right person who was like, "Oh my gosh, I want that big boom from the Sirwin Vega bass." So, yeah, there. Even though up here in Minnesota, we're getting to the point where it's the end of our our uh, season for for weddings and even school events until spring, but. So when people are, are purchasing controllers, what do you think is a realistic number as far as for budgeting uh, as as we're going into 2022? You know, we've talked about a, a variety of different numbers. Can you find something you think decent for $1,000 for next year? I think it depends on what you're looking to do with it once you're looking to have available to you. Um, I, I think if I was budgeting for 2022, um, and I guess in a way that I am because I'm in that market for looking for one, I would actually probably say set aside fifteen hundred. Not saying you're gonna, not saying you're gonna spend it. Not saying you can't find something for a thousand or, or potentially under it that's of quality. And 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 again, we're not talking. You find some deal on the internet and you get a lucky lucky break. But we're talking like legit buying. Yeah, thanks, MJ. I'm waiting for you to get that. Um, but but I, I think it'd be a good idea to set the fifteen hundred because as we've seen with the SRT, the SRT made that jump up. You know. If somebody else decides to come along with a um, with with a unit similar to to that, all right. So again, we, we've said where you know it seems like Denon has gone away and they're just doing standalones, and and now we're seeing Newmark who has also jumped into the standalone, and I, and I know same same overarching company, but again, there's there's another push towards those. As we see more of those happening, I'm wondering if we're going to see anything really in that lower price range um you can get the sx3 assuming that assuming that comes back online that you know that's gonna be a thousand dollar or near that thousand dollar mark the srt for the 1000 is is 1400 and again who knows what's going to be once we suddenly get them in will they decide to go a little bit higher for whatever reason that could be the big issue but i would set it right side 1500 because of that you're talking about the sx3 you're you're talking about the sx3 yeah I'm not saying you could actually. What I mean is, no, it's, it's, they didn't. They didn't discontinue them. At least as far as I know, they still have them. They might not be in stock anywhere. But that's the thing. It's not though. So you'd have to end up finding used. Right. But what I'm saying is, like when it again, when they're stock again. Right. I'm assuming that's going to be in the th- or that's that was in the thousand range. Would Would they put it? Would they bring it back to stock? It, I mean, I guess. Right. I don't think it's discontinued. I it, it serves a different purpose than the SRT. Right. Um, it's at a lower price point, or it was. I'm trying to find so, out what like Clearwater's running theirs at right now. 
Just curious of the prices, because like Dan said, everything's going up. You kind of have to, I would say minimum, whatever price you paid before, at least a couple hundred more you got to hold back now. Mm -hmm. So if you paid $1,000 for a controller, your last controller, minimum add 200 to it for what getting the equal thing nowadays. Minimum. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the mix, uh, mix stream, the pricing on that that's out there. And that particular unit, granted it has a couple of bells and whistles that the the mix uh, mix tracks don't have but really i mean that's probably just a step up on the mix track line i would say uh from what what i've been seeing and that uh that's a a you know a couple hundred dollar jump really i think the 399 used to be the high end uh mix track and now we're talking 599 is seems to be a map on the mix stream john on the other side are you seeing the same sort of thing when it Dan, how much did you say? No, that's sorry, that's that one. I'm, I was looking at a different price here. Are you seeing the same thing when it comes to uh, peripherals, uh, cases, uh, stands, etc.? Oh yeah, you're definitely definitely hearing that uh, that those things are not available. And generally, when they're trying to promote a specific type of case uh, or a booth or something, it's because they have a shipment of those that came in. Otherwise, finding cases, and even if you go and you know just doing an Amazon search, typically then on uh, with Amazon searches, you'd go and you'd say look for a mixed stream. Just use that as an example. Yeah. And if they were sold out, you'd still be able to buy one, and or you'd be able to go there and it'd say, oh, it's you know going to be coming in in two weeks or something. You're not even seeing listings for some gear out there right now because it just it's not there, and they have no clue of when to expect it. So it just doesn't uh, doesn't happen. I like the Amazon thing that you get the uh, uh, Prime two-day shipping. You click on that. And it says we'll be available in 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really really kind of a a uh, a big a big problem with uh, things. <laughs> okay. You like Dave's comment there. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was reading Brian uh, Brian up there. It's Brian, it's because you guys hang out so late. You know, if you guys would just you know the crazy kids in their all night uh, their all night parties that they do on Tuesday nights. Actually, this will be the first Tuesday that I don't have a tr either a cross-country meet or a football game in a long time tomorrow night. So we're actually we were thinking about starting the Tuesday night with Ben Stowe this week, but we're going to be starting that next week. So, and then I'll be back uh, be back behind the computer on Tuesday Tuesday nights. But Brian and Jay have been doing an absolute wonderful. Well, and Howie, the the guys have been doing a wonderful job on uh, on Tuesday nights with their with their conversations. So. So, uh, availability of controllers is, is sketchy. Parts for repair are sketchy. Cases There's, are sketchy. Ca cases are sketchy. There's no, um, we don't have much, much heads up on what's new coming in because that's... So, in the long... There's really nothing to do but go back to CDs. I'm glad you didn't take Dave's suggestion and what he's put up there. Oh, what he did. That's what I said. I thought for sure you oh. were like, he said you were ahead of your time. Oh my gosh. Day, you're now, you're my favorite person tonight. I'm just going to, wherever his posts are, we're going to put a star, a big gold star right next to it. Where's the big gold star button? All right. So this show is about tonight, about equipment. Right now, what kind of advice should we give them if a person right now is, is, is in need? My my suggestion my suggestion would be this. Obviously, look for something. First off, if you're in a need, then this is a different situation than if you're in a want. Okay, if you're in a need or you're kind of sitting where you have one controller and one controller only, um, I would suggest picking up something used, something lower quality that might be in stock. Um, so that you have an oblique situation covered um, and, and ready to go with that. Again, does that mean you're probably going to eat it? Meaning you may never need it and you bought this piece of gear that obviously is not necessary? Yeah, but if something goes down and there's no supply, now you're in a completely different situation. So consider it maybe insurance, even if it again is that lower quality at least it's something there ready to go when you need it. 
And I think yeah. the workaround for that for some people would be is, okay, my 7,000 died or whatever it is. My main one died. And now I may have to go to a, all I can find is a Pioneer Hercules from Best Buy that has RCA outs. So now I have to get, I have to run a separate little mixer, you know, like a, a little small band mixer and run into that then to my speakers. And I may have to do that for a period of time. That could be a month, could be six months. I, th I think it's going to be a situation that if it you do get to that point, your performance may not be to the level you want it. You're going to have to do the best you can with the gear you have available to you. It's just a, it's really a tough time. With that being said, as MJ had mentioned, I've got a spare 7,000 right there, and I've got a spare 8,000 right above that because that's what we use. Um, and then the 6,000 is right in the back of the truck uh, with with the 7,000's two shows as our backup unit. So we. But somebody in the chat was talking about the SB3. That's I've went from the. That's why I say my 6,000 sold. Uh, I've went from that to the SB3 as my backup. So it's it's a cheap little thing. If you can get one, grab it. Just something that's going to continue to get you a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Can't get what you want. Try to find something similar. If you feel that you are in a position where this thing could break any day, start planning now on something. If nothing else, make friends with people who have extras mm -hmm. that might rent you theirs for the next six months. And Brian makes a good point here that there are some retailers out there. Not Some retailers are mainly dropship type retailers. Some carry inventory. Guitar Center has inventory. They have a, a warehouse. And literally, when American DJ would get their lights in, there's Guitar Center trucks backing up to their door that are hauling stuff out. Uh, another huge, uh, a huge one that has a massive inventory is Sweetwater. Um, those are just, and there's others that, that do that also on the East Coast. There's a couple. When you have situations like those companies, they not only have things in stock that you can pick up, but sometimes because of the massive amounts that they're purchasing, that their pricing can be very, very competitive and to some point hard to beat because some of these companies will go to the manufacturer and say, hey, you want to be in Guitar Center? It, there was a sales uh, or one of the, the marketing guys or whatever sales guys, whatever the person is who basically would negotiate the contracts with um, the manufacturers. And they, they were like, this guy from Guitar Center, he's he basically, hey, if, if you want to be in our stores, this is where the price point. You've treated it like a Walmart thing. Oh, yeah. No, no. Last year you sold it to us for $10. No, this year it's going to be eight fifty if you want to continue to be in our store. And they were very aggressive with that. So there's going to be spots that do have things and... Also, don't not. don't hesitate to look around because there are stuff coming out trickling. Mm -hmm. So you might catch a certain site a certain day where they did get one come in. Or, heck, it could be something as stupid as they found it in the back of stockroom. But keep an eye on things. If something says available and you want it, give it a try. Um, you might find it. So if you're in desperate, that's what, again, we're talking about people who are in a, in a need, not a want. Um, look every day. You know, don't, don't, you, this is your business. You're making money off of it. So you've got to, you know, take care of that somehow. Great, great uh, kind of question here coming. Uh, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweak the, tweak the uh, Facebook question or the, that comment. MJ, could you do a full show with no controller? If you had the ability to run your audio into the sound system, could you perform just with a mouse? How yes, you... but not, I don't believe as efficiently, but I definitely could beat match every song because... Uh, I talked about this on my show the other night about MIDI mapping keyboards and how that Virtual just put out on theirs that uh, you get the Serato keyboard shortcuts and the Rekordbox keyboard shortcuts with that. So you can do uh, a syncing, looping, beat match, release the loop, effects, all of that from the keyboards. So you could do a mouse click on something, a keyboard on something else, and you could get through the night absolutely. Hmm. There and, you and go. I'm talking about mixing. I'm not talking about just playing a song and then playing the next song. Uh, in that sense, if you had to do that, then do the auto mix. Fine. Do some stuff that's all on the same BPM. And and with virtual, you can pick the points where you want it to mix and the type of mix you want. I want it to be a fade across. I want it to be an effects draw. Those are all in there that you can do. Um, but you, like I said, Serato, Rekordbox, all of those, they have the shortcuts that if you had to, you could. That's that's interesting. One of the things I used to do when I had multi-system is we would do this scenario game. You know, this dies. How would you work your, the workarounds and things? Yeah. And the controller. Yeah. Yes, we've Michael and I've had that conversation where you can do the 
out the eighth inch jack, the headphone jack on a computer, and you could go into speakers if you needed to. But as we've always basically, you know, if you need to get the other controller in a vehicle type of thing, because I, I just spend, don't yeah, want to spend do that. six or seven dollars, buy that splitter because I keep one in my bag all the time that can come out of the audio out of the laptop, headphone to one, speakers to the other. So I can still cue by buying that $6 splitter. Mm -hmm. um, and you can. Uh, the thing that I, I was talking about on my show the other night, I told you I got that SB3. Mm -hmm. um, and I recently uh, bought a very large uh, SD card for my Surface Go. Okay, So I have my entire DJ library on this thing. I can plug this into the SB3 and DJ from that. So the SB3 has RCA outs. I have an RCA to XLR cord that I bought. So now that is my travel with me little case mm -hmm. emergency system that you can get you through the night easily. And sure. if you have a, a better, like I said, I'm choosing this one because it's light, but most laptops are gonna have more power than this little thing, but it's doable. Like, because like I said, I put them on there, it plays them, I can scratch, I can do everything. But with the SB3, small, little compact, something like that, have with you just in case. Yeah. Anything, like even even the little um, DJ to go stuff. Um, these are no are available, and they are what less than fifty bucks now, John. Oh, I'm not even sure. Bucks? I paid. No, I let, they're right around seventy five. I, yeah, I was are gonna they? say I paid eighty for mine, and when I bought it, like right, seventy nine. So you can have something this size that can get you through the night. Push comes to shove. Mm -hmm. So it's best to have something. That's the best way I can tell you. If you have backups, great. But if you don't. Take a little bit of time and invest in yourself this way because this could be the difference of uh, doing the night and getting a paycheck and a positive review mm -hmm. or getting a paycheck and a terrible review. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so up next, after we're done here tonight, uh, Howie, Howie and the crew are going to be coming on at 10 o'clock Eastern, so in about uh, 10 minutes roughly. Uh, let's see, what are they going to be talking about? Uh, tonight they're going to reveal what they do in their downtime as well as, uh, well, we know what Brian does. He decorates the disco porch because um, it's all decorated for Halloween. And then um, uh, to do and what ideas worked and didn't work for a new way of doing business. So, excellent. That'll be coming up at uh, djntv.com slash chill. They do a recording for the first roughly 20 minutes to half hour. And then after that, uh, everybody turns on their cameras and has a night uh, night to kind of hang out in a hallway. So that will be coming up next. Uh, okay. I'm, forgive me for laughing, but there's, like I said, there's stuff. Anything's possible in life if you want to work hard at it and find it. So. And there's there's ways to make make things happen. You know, a prime example last Monday, the software didn't work for streaming. And we had a Zoom Zoom window, but we couldn't capture it properly. So you know, it became webcam on the screen. If you look at the watch the virtual training last week, that is exactly one of those those moments that the show had to go on, and you got to find a way to make it happen. So show must go on. The show must go on. So uh, yeah, so Tuesday Tuesday night, uh, Brian and Jay will be uh, live tomorrow night. All right doing at djntv.com slash chill in the chill room. They'll be doing their show at 10 o'clock. Uh, and we're going to be dropping uh, last week's Howie, I believe, is going to be dropping at 9 o'clock tomorrow evening. And then uh, next week we'll be back with a Tuesday Night with Ben Stowe episode. So eight days from now, not tomorrow night, but eight days from now. Uh, MJ, are you up on Wednesday or what? what's this week looking not like? Not this week, back again next week. Okay, next week. So Excellent. Uh, what are your thoughts about getting the th 1,000 from out of the country? Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to pay so much for it. I, I, yeah. So, so here, here's the thought, and this is kind of goes to what we're kind of what we were talking about. You know, right now supply issues are, are what they are, you know, and, and I, and I think, you know, I, I think it would be apt to say, unless you're buying from a private person, you're going to have just the same issues getting it out of, out of the country as you would, from from some dealer inside the country as mj kind of alluded to there's going to be places that are getting them within like trickling in type of piece so it could be one of those things where if you have some relationship set up set up with some of the different dealers possibly reaching out to them and saying hey put me on a wait list you know however they might be handling that um to to know and, and when they get it in you might see that chance but i don't think outside the country is going to give you any better chance than inside the country Again, unless you're trying to buy from somebody private, 
who maybe could be the same situation as you'd find just down the street. Um, I'm part of the, uh, on Facebook, the SRT group, and people are getting them mm -hmm. um, just l with comments like, it finally arrived sort of thing. Yeah. That they had it ordered, you know, four or five months ago. And I, and I think that's a big part of what's going on is that it's ones and twos that are dropping. All of a sudden, there's like, whoa, look what just appeared at uh, at an NLFX Pro. Um, this uh, Two of them come in, and he's like, I got a waiting list of 20, but two of them made it. So yeah. now, now if you want to... Trap says they got a bunch down in Australia. I'll be darned. They haven't been able to go anywhere or do anything. They weren't probably even allowed to go to the store to... Yeah, yeah, they've been pretty locked down pretty hard there for the longest time. Yeah, that probably that would be an advantage to get it, having lots of stock. Nobody, nobody can get out and buy anything. <laughs> it's a terrible thing. I'm, I'm not laughing to make fun of that. I'm yeah. not, but it's just it's funny how the strangest things, uh, life, mm -hmm. life. Well, gentlemen, right. let's wrap it on up and we'll uh, get ready for Howie. Okay. Well, on that note, thank you very much for taking time out of your Monday night to come and join us. Um, whether it was you were just curious about what we would talk about with controllers or whether you're looking for some serious solutions um, and maybe we gave some answers to you. I don't know. But thank you very much for taking time out of your night to join us. Join Howie up next. Again, DJNTV.com forward slash chill. And we'll see you next time. Bye.